Alright guys, this is Tone. This is Flag Post Sports and this is Yankees on deck. Let's get into it. Let's go. guys this is tone this is flag post sports and this is on deck let's get into it let's talk about our yankees our surprise yankees our initial podcast for this 2022 season it's been a month overdue but you know what we needed to get that taste of the yankees we need to see where these yankees were at and there was a lot of question marks coming into the season the pitching would it hold up do we have enough weapons do we have enough guys that could come in just stop and shut down people. You know, there's a lot of questions coming into the season. Of course, we made some trades. Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela out. Josh Donaldson in. Isaiah Kainofalifa in. These moves, these were the moves. They were they were saying that we're going to make these moves. We're going to make ourselves a better defensive team. Upgrade a little bit of third base. And that's what this team, that's what they predicated the season on. And so far... So far, so good. The catching, obviously, has gotten a little better. We signed Jose Trevino from the Texas Rangers. We've got Kyle Ioko spending some time with him. And so far, the defense at catcher has been superior, of course. The offense could be a little bit better, but beggars can be choosers, and one can argue that the defense that's being had behind the plate <clears throat> excuse me, is leading to some better, better scores, leading to less scoring for the opposing teams. Arguably. Third base. Yep, Josh Donaldson. Kind of a slow year so far. He's had moments. Been okay at offense. Okay at defense. Just kind of like, you know, what we may have gotten from Geo. Maybe, maybe not. And then you look around the diamond. Isaiah kind of flavor has been a big surprise. Batting close to 300. Much better defense at shortstop than Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres moving to second base full-time. Splitting time, but with his play lately, he's been a little better, so he's been getting the nod most times at second base. Anthony Rizzo. I mean, that's my boy. It's Anthony. It's Anthony fucking Rizzo. It's my dude right there. Where would we be without Anthony Rizzo? Nine home runs, 21 RBIs in the first month. The guy's just been like lights out at first base. Anything that comes his way, he just gobbles the shit up. Amazing fucking first base play. Outfield been a little inconsistent. Let's let's be honest. Yes, Judge has his nine home runs, ten home runs, but I mean, let's just be honest. Like he he's himself has not been consistent. He's not been that clutch with guys in running scoring position, and you know, defense has been pretty solid. What you expect from an Aaron Judge? Then you move to center field, and you got guys like Aaron Hicks and Judge who split time. Most times not, it's Aaron Hicks. And I mean, this this dude is just like he's just afraid, absolutely afraid to play center field. 
you could tell he doesn't play the way he used to play, especially in 2019 when he's making diving plays to save the game against the Minnesota Twins and extra innings. That that player doesn't exist anymore. He's just timid out there. He's not diving. He's not everything's just safe. He's not taking those chances. He's not the same fielder he was. His bat, his bat's not great either. When he's in clutch, he, there is no clutch. He just doesn't hit. Yeah, I, I would say he's a better right-hand hitter than he's a left-hand hitter, but guess what? You can't be a switch-hitting batter and then not hit one side to the other. That's the problem. That is a gigantic fucking problem for Aaron Hicks. And then you move over Joey Gallo. And, I mean, minus a few home runs and, you know, some okay plays in the field. Dude just fucking struggled. Batting sub 200. I guess he's never going to be uh, a guy that bats 300. He's not that kind of player. But, I mean, this dude has just been, like, like bad. I mean, if it weren't for those few homers that he got, I mean, we'd be talking about how, how fast we're fucking trading this dude. Send his ass back to the Texas Rangers. Like, what the fuck did we get here? But, you know, he, he did get those few home runs. And, unfortunately, many people forget how horrible a player plays when he starts getting some... Home runs over the, the fucking outfield wall. So, for now, I guess he has a pass, but keeps playing like this. We're going to be talking about trade deadline. Where's Joey Gallo going? We had some stand-ins. Tim Castro played pretty well out there when he's been brought in, although he, now he's injured. He's on the injured list. And then DJ LeMayo, who's officially back to the machine, is back. Batting close to 300. He's getting those hits in the clutch. You could you could just tell last year he was really bothered by his wrist. He had a big wrist injury. And this year, it looks like he's fully back to where he was, where we expect him to be, which is that clutch hitting, shorthanded, infielding, playing, just monster fucking player. And, and that's who we've gotten so far. And that's the guy that we're hoping to get for the rest of the season. And then you look for, you know, the, the rest of the team, you look at the pitching. Starting pitching has been absolutely fucking lights out so far. Minus some really shitty starts from Garrett Cole. We'll get to that in a minute. Nasty Nestor. Throwing some fucking gems. Had a 12 strikeout outing. Most recently had the airing of this. He had a no-no going into the eighth inning. He's been solid. Absolutely fucking solid. If the Yankees gave him a little more run support, he might have a little better record. Jordan Montgomery... They just they, they see him on the mound and like tonight we're not hitting. We're just tonight we're not hitting. Like it's just not gonna happen. Dude gets literally the worst run support in baseball since last year. And if I don't know if you want to call it a stat, but it's a stat nonetheless and he does not get run support. That is a problem. Because he is a pretty good pitcher and does keep the game pretty close. And you're gonna hope at least a few more of these starts he gets some run support. You know, that that's the hope. And you look at guys like Jameson Tyone, which arguably pitched as good as Nasty Nestor, if not better. You can make an argument that he's been already so far. Guy's been in it, hasn't really given up a lot of runs this year. Yeri's really good. Of course, you know, win-loss record. Nobody's win-loss record in baseball is going to be great anymore, especially with the way the bullpen factors into games. So, But he's been, he's been close. He's kept the games close. 
and he's a guy. He's so far that's he's our top three guy. Luis Severino, I, I think he's back. I had some reservations about him. Not that I had a lot of doubts, but just reservations that could he come back and sustain this? Can he go six, seven, eight innings? So far, he said yes, I can. And he's he's been pitching like as close to an ace as possible. I think he's not quite there yet, but I think he's on his way there. Peer breaker. And I think he's been he's been really close to the, the guy that we had in 2019, 2018, our ace type stuff. Again, I think he'd get a little bit better, but he's basically there. Garrett Cole. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say this point blank, and I'm gonna say it very clear. I am not not a fan of Garrett Cole. There are so many things that I do not like about Garrett Cole. That his amazing stuff that he does have, yes, he does have amazing stuff, just for me overshadows how good of a pitcher he is. His constant babying and excuses that he has. Every start that he plays like shit. And so far it's been half the time. I mean, his last few starts, he's been pretty good. Starts before that, it's just been excuse after excuse. Just go out there and pitch, dude. Like, seriously, what the fuck? We're paying you $36 million to go out there and throw the goddamn ball. And throw 100 miles an hour, get those wins, be our ace, be the, the, the guy that people think arguably could be the best pitcher in baseball. And my dude's going out there and just fucking bitching about how this isn't happening. And that's not happening. And this happened. I couldn't pitch like this because of this. He needs to be better. So far, he's been a little bit better, but he needs to be the ace. He needs to be that shutdown guy that you know that once every five starts, you're going to get that fucking W. No matter where you are, no matter how you're playing, you're going to get that W after that one every five starts. Bullpen. Bullpen's been excellent. Chapman, so far, so good. Hasn't been the imploding Cuban missile. He's been the exploding Cuban missile. He's been getting those W's, getting those fucking W's down, getting those saves. Those bullpen guys, Jack Green, Loisco, though Loisco has been a little iffy this year so far, but hopefully he gets back on track. Lucas Lukey, he's been there. He's been pretty good. Wani Peralta. We got the guys. We got the tools. No. If these guys can't get, you know, six, seven, eight innings, we got the bullpen to bridge to Chapman. They're there. They could definitely do this. So far, to his credit, Aaron Boone has not done anything to completely fuck this team yet. Which, I guess, is a blessing, because let's face it, he's the worst fucking manager in baseball. I don't give a shit how many games he wins. I don't care how big his contract is. You'll never, ever be able to convince me that he's a good manager. We had Joe Girardi as a manager for, what, eight years? He won a World Series. And let me tell you something. That team in 2009, anybody, a brainless monkey, and this is no disrespect to brainless monkeys, could have won a World Series that year. So you'll never be able to convince me that Aaron Boone is a good manager. I think he's a stat bitch. I think he relies on the team to give him stats and tells him what the analytics say. I don't think he makes decisions on his own. Because it's obvious. It's just obvious. But so far, he hasn't done anything to hurt the team yet. Let's forget, not forget, when he first started with the Yankees, he was pretty decent up until about August. And then when the dog day started to hit, he started to make some fucking stupid decisions. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But right now, 
ladies and gentlemen, the New York Yankees are the number one team in the AL. I believe, going into this, we are actually a half game in front of the next best team, which is the Dodgers by percentage points, and the Mets also have 20 ones in the air. Fuck the Mets. We have the best team in baseball right now, the best team in the AL, and the best team in the AL East. So far, so good. For a month and a half, this team is doing better than I ever dreamed they could have done. And if you're sitting there saying, no tone, no tone, this is exactly what we're supposed to You're fucking lying to me. You are lying to me. You are, look yourself in the mirror and say you're not lying. You are lying. But guess what? I love this team. It's my team. First place, I'll take it. The way these guys are playing, I have hope. I haven't had this hope in years. I haven't had this kind of hope since the end of 2019 when we were making runs, when we were making it to the playoffs, when we go, it's going through teams. But I have hope. I have that feeling in that this team could be different. So far, knock on wood, we're on pace to win 114 games, which is the most wins of any Yankee team since 1998. Which for me, and a lot of other people, Statistically, was the best Yankee year that any of us have seen. So hopefully they continue in this direction, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll get there. So far, this team is molding into a team that I have some faith in, that I have some love back and for. So this is the team that I think could get it done. We'll try to get you back every week on on deck, get you some updates. Talk about the Yankees are doing any other thing around the league. So far, it's been pretty quiet. Let's do it. Yankees, let's go, baby. This is Tone. This is on deck. Let's go. Let's go.